on hard facts. I don't just bring you the news, I bring you the newsmakers. Consul General of the U.S. Consul General in Lagos, giving her first ever interview in Nigeria. Claire Pierangelo. They come to me because they know Lagos is listening. I love the way you engage Nigeria, especially with this who are called to Phoenix, Nigeria. They feel they are more Nigeria than you are. We talk to the newsmakers. The special assistant to the president on digital and new media, Tolu Ogunasi. Franklin Bahas just walked into the studio. Yawande Sadiku. Yawande is the executive secretary of NIPC, the Nigeria Investment Promotion Council. The senior special assistant to President Muhammad Buhari on public affairs, Mr. Ajuri Ngelali. We talked to captains of industry. She's the founder and CEO of Tomato Joss, one of Nigeria's biggest agro-industrial businesses. Her name is Mira Meta. He's been selected for Forbes 30 Under 30. His name is Inyolua Aboyeji. We talked to the experts. He's the chief economist at Business Day. He's a big friend of the show. Don't so be clear. He's the head of the Department of Molecular Biology and Biotechnology at the Nigerian Institute of Medical Research, NIMR. Dr. Bamidele Walofu. And we talk to you. I found Mr. Usman through hard facts. He's a listener. He sent us a WhatsApp message when we were talking about the scanners at the port. Give me your afternoon and I'll give you the answers. What should we all be doing to dampen this new COVID wave? What should we all be doing to dampen this new COVID wave? I think that's the big question uh, on everyone's mind because we are all watching uh, those infections numbers go up and up and up. In fact, that's our big hard fact for today. According to data from the NCDC, there have been uh, 4,600 confirmed new COVID uh, cases COVID-19 cases in August so far 2,559 in Lagos alone did you hear that 4,600 confirmed in August so far 2,559 in Lagos alone that's a very big number it's a it's it's a it's a very big nine day total if you think about the fact that we're just nine days into August it's huge so clearly infection rates are picking up and um, we all need to do something to slow down the spread uh, to give ourselves enough time to um, vaccinate enough Nigerians uh, so that we can get to the point where we have herd immunity. So for the rest of the hour, we're going to be looking at the current situation and we're going to be discussing what steps are being taken and what else needs to be done. I have two guests who are in the best position to talk to us since they work uh, for two agencies directly involved in this fight. My first guest is Deputy Director and Head of One Health Division at the Nigeria Center for Disease Control, Dr. Oyela Dung Okunromade. I hope I did not murder your name, but thank you so much for joining us on the show, Doc. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Hmm. You actually tried. Okay. Uh, okay. Great. Thanks Thank you. for having me. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Okay. And our second guest is Director, Disease Control and Immunization at the Ni- National uh, Primary Healthcare Development Agency, Dr. Basi Opwoseng. Thank you for joining us, Dr. Opwoseng. Thank you. Good evening. Good evening. Did I murder your own name? Because you're smiling as if I murdered no. it. No? Okay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Lagos, we want to hear from you as well. Uh, let's have your questions about the COVID outbreak. Um, let's talk about um, the policy response. Let's also talk about what actions you and I as Lagosians need to be taking, right? Um, about the vaccine rollout, about all the everything. Let's talk about all of it, right? So, women 
women remember you can call us on 01465-7190 men call us on 0700-993-993-993 Dr. Ogeladun let me start with you we've we've seen the daily infection numbers rise recently Uh, we also heard that positive tests um, as a percentage uh, of all tests are up what's causing this resurgence Ah, so um, uh, I would say that just like you've noted, uh, we've seen um, an increase in the number of cases that we're recording in um, Nigeria. In the last 24 hours, we've recorded about 422 uh, new cases and um, we've had, uh, we've reported five deaths as well, three in Oyo and um, two in uh, Ogun State. Uh, as uh, we all know, uh, COVID transmission uh, is still active and is ongoing, is with us in Nigeria as well as uh, at the global level. So until we control this um, transmission of infection, uh, we'll keep experiencing occasional period of uh, increase in number of cases uh, as a result of uh, what we call mutation. Uh, so mutation is one of the key nature of uh, virus generally, and um, it involves uh, virus changing its form, viral changing some of its protein nature and its characteristics. And um, one of the changes, part of the changes, is what the term that is known as variant. So we have um, this particular COVID. Uh, 19 virus, uh, known as SARS-CoV virus, has gone through what we call mutation over the time. Uh, it's been about 17 months uh, of uh, this outbreak uh, response in Nigeria. We've had um, COVID virus going through a series of mutation, and um, currently the world is talking about the particular Delta variant, which is as a result of the mutation. And this particular variant uh, has high uh, transmissibility rate, means uh, it transmits rapidly and, of course, uh, causes uh, mostly responsible for increasing cases of uh, COVID cases being reported in Nigeria and, uh, of course, uh, globally. So that is what we're experiencing now. Hmm. Dr. Watson, what do you, what, what do you think is causing the uh, uh, resurgence? In your opinion, what, what's causing the resurgence? Well, we, I'll use the other word, the wave, hmm. because it's a wave. Hmm. For every epidemic of this type, in science, usually we see three to five waves hmm. on average, hmm. going by history. Hmm. Um, currently, we're going to the third wave, mm-hmm. and there are a few countries that are already in the food wave hmm. of it. Hmm. So each of the waves, who is caused by, like she's rightly mentioned, a new variant coming up mm-hmm. that now brings up the spike. Mm-hmm. Each wave is more virulent than the previous one mm-hmm. from history. Mm-hmm. And that is what we're seeing now. So each time we have a new wave, the strain is usually more virulent, spread faster than the previous one because mm-hmm. it has developed some resistance and spread faster. Mm-hmm. So that is what we've seen. Mm-hmm. We are in our third wave in Nigeria. And the food feed, we pray it doesn't go beyond this. And some countries are already on their food waves. Mm-hmm. So the waves or this resurgence or the wave is being caused usually by 
a new wave that is being identified. That new wave is no very link, it's spread faster. And that is the cause of what we are seeing. And as you are saying, mm-hmm. the Delta variant was not in Nigeria before. Right. Uh, there are some countries that started to experience that some weeks back. Right. So coming into Nigeria, you can see immediately the number of cases are increasing. The deaths are also increasing. Right. And that is what we are seeing here. That is what is causing the new wave. We've also heard, uh, Dr. Boseng, that um, hospitalizations are up in Lagos at least. Is this simply because the total infections are rising or is this also because there's a uh, there's a higher hospitalization rate due to this stronger variant that uh, Dr. Yeladun has mentioned? You know, the more virulent the virus is, mm-hmm. the more the severity, the spread, the severity of the disease. Mm. And once you have the severity of the disease increase, of course, what you'll be seeing also is increase in hospitalization rate. Right. And what most advanced countries have done, which we are encouraging Nigerians to do, right. is to get vaccinated to achieve herd immunity faster. Right. If we as a country don't get our citizens vaccinated faster to achieve a herd immunity, right. what we are telling ourselves is we want to experience the infection, reinfection, reinfection, and naturally get um, protected to achieve that herd immunity. And that might take close to 10 years. Hmm. But if we as a country hmm. take vaccination, we might achieve herd immunity in one, two years hmm. if we all take the vaccines, hmm. and which is what we are advising Nigeria. And what the vaccine does is that, you know, with the protection from it, it reduces the hospitalization rate that you just talked about. Right. So I just want to answer that question directly. The hospitalization rate is increasing because the virus is spreading faster. Right. The severity of the disease is higher than what it used to be. Right. And that's why we're seeing more hospitalization. And linked with the fact that it's unfortunate that some Nigerians still don't believe that there's COVID-19 virus. Mm. The simple protocols of wearing face masks, especially when you're out of your house in the public, mm-hmm. to frequent hand washing mm-hmm. and keeping distances, avoiding social events that are not necessary, mm-hmm. avoiding apps that are not necessary, mm-hmm. people still are not um, thinking that this is important. Mm-hmm. I want to use the opportunity to beg Nigerians. It's very important mm-hmm. for your health and that of your loved ones mm-hmm. and friends. Mm-hmm. We need to do this and this will also be a long way to reduce the infection rate, the spread rate, and then reduce a reduction in the hospitalization. Lagos, if you just tuned in, you're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. And uh, today on The Big Hard Fact, my big question is, what should we all be doing to dampen this new uh, COVID wave? I told you that the NCDC says there have been uh, 4,600 confirmed new COVID cases in August so far. That's nine days. 2,559 of those cases are here in Lagos. And we have on the show with us uh, discussing uh, 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 what we all need to be doing. People who are directly involved in the fight. So the right people to be talking about the subject. So we have the Deputy Director and uh, Head of One Health Division at the Nigeria Centre for Disease Control, Dr. Yeladun Okunromade. And then we also have on the show with us um, the Director 
Disease Control and Immunization, Dr. Bassi Wasang. He's at the uh, National Primary Healthcare uh, Development Agency, and they're both talking to us on the show today. Dr. Yelatung, I wonder if you have some other explanation for why um, hospitalizations are up in Lagos, at least. It's the same question I asked Dr. Wasang, but do you think this is simply because the total infections are rising, or is this also because there's a higher hospitalization rate due to the stronger variants that you mentioned earlier on? Uh, okay, for, for the question, mm. uh, from uh, your response, mm-hmm. uh, why giving information about the cases of COVID right. uh, reported in August alone, you right. also mentioned that Lagos has the largest number of cases. Right. And when you have such, definitely there will be uh, a lot of pressure on uh, isolation centers in terms of hospitalization. Right. Uh, we all know that Labor State is the epicenter of uh, uh, this outbreak. And um, like uh, Dr. Bassi rightly said, we're experiencing uh, what we call the third wave uh, due to uh, surge in the number of cases, uh, which uh, is not far-fetched from uh, the variant uh, changes in the variant of uh, COVID virus uh, that we're experiencing. Uh, one uh, one other thing about um, Delta variant, uh, it, um, it it causes uh, they, it causes um, increase in transmission of infection, especially when people gather. Uh, this virus takes opportunity for um, to spread. Uh, during mass gathering, uh, indoor gathering, any form of uh, unnecessary social gatherings, and um, and uh, when measures, preventive measures are not uh, really adhered to, mm. and uh, Delta variant uh, increases hospitalization. Uh, because of its severity, it has a severe form. Mm. Uh, It causes a form of a severe infection, Mm. uh, which leads to increased um, hospitalization. Mm. Uh, Well, the study is still ongoing to know whether it it leads to more death, but it's been reported to cause severe uh, infections, which uh, what we're experiencing uh, now is not different uh, from one of the consequences of uh, Delta uh, variant. And just like Dr. Bassi mentioned, the, the vaccines available to us in Nigeria uh, is actually has uh, a protective measure against uh, COVID uh, virus generally, irrespective of the variant, whether Delta, Alpha, or Beta variant. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it converts the level of protection mm. uh, against hospitalization and any form of severe infection of COVID-19. Mm. And the level of protection is higher after receiving the second dose of the vaccine. For those vaccines that have two doses, uh, especially the ones available to us in Nigeria. Mm. So it's important uh, that we put uh, this out to all Nigerians uh, that Vaccines are available, are free, that people should endeavor to get protected as well as ensure that they keep maintaining the preventive measures. You know, irrespective of uh, variants, whether any form of variant, COVID uh, preventive measure is similar. Mm. So people should avoid unnecessary gathering mm-hmm. as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, people should um, wear their face mask, wear, on, wear, wear in 
uh, any form of spaces. Uh, outing mm-hmm. uh, as much as possible, ensure uh, that you maintain a distance of two meters to the next person in any uh, in any gathering. And if you are not, we are having any of uh, symptoms. Uh, report to the nearest health facilities and self-isolate uh, as much as possible. Uh, as much as possible at NCDC, we're trying our best to ensure that we respond uh, to COVID-19, uh, working with the state government to um, optimize their response capacity uh, as much as possible. Also working with MPSCDA to ensure that these COVID vaccines are available uh, to all Nigerians, but Nigerians still need to take responsibility. Uh, the responsibility to protect themselves lies within uh, each person. So we need to also take individual responsibility in preventing uh, and ensure that we control this uh, outbreak. Thank you, over. Okay. <laughs> I like how she says and thank I you, over. I wanted to add another reason to what Hillary has just mentioned. Okay. You asked very specific questions. Mm-hmm. What could be responsible for higher hospitalization rate? High hospitalization rate. Right. You see, it's mainly because in Nigeria, for now, mm-hmm. the herd immunity is low because not many people have received the vaccine yet. Now, the higher the immunity of the community, the lower the infection rate and the severity of it, and invariably the admission. Mm. Now, I'll give example to justify that comment I just made. Okay. Initially, when, for instance, AstraZeneca vaccine came out, it was not used in U.S. until they did a trial over a period of four and a half months. Mm-hmm. And the result of it was published on the 25th of March this year. Mm. In that study, there were a total of 32,499 persons that were involved from multi ethnic group and countries mm. in the U.S. that were involved in the study. Mm. At the end of the period, they discovered that out of the 32,499 persons that took the vaccine, mm. about 141 of them, at one point or the other, were tested positive for COVID. Mm. But none of them was hospitalized and none of them died. Mm. Compared to the people around them where they lost relatives, they lost friends who were close to them. Mm. So out of the 32,499 persons that took the vaccine, Mm -hmm. none of them was hospitalized and none of them died. Mm. This is a very clear inference that if we are protected, the rate of going to the hospital will reduce. Mm. The study in UK also showed clearly after three months of administration of the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine, Mm And of course, with other vaccine studies that have stood, but in the one in UK specifically, it showed 92% hospitalization reduction. Hmm. So if we receive vaccines, we are protected, then one, we stand the chance of not being um, having any severe form of the disease if we are exposed to the virus. Hmm. And if at all we are exposed, like the 144, 41 out of the 32,499, mm-hmm we are not standing a chance of hospitalization. So for us in Nigeria, negotiations and every part of this country, what we need to do is to at least ensure that we develop the immunity. And one of the fastest ways of getting immunity is to get vaccinated, like we saw in that study. And we want to plead with Nigerians who are yet to be vaccinated. Please, we can facilitate our nation herd immunity by receiving the vaccines and being protected. And then we will reduce 
hospitalization rate. Thank you, Over. All right. Uh, if you just joined the show, you're listening to Hard Facts. My big question today, what should we all be doing to dampen this new COVID wave? Now, since we've been talking, Lagos has been calling. So let me let them join the conversation. 0700-993-993-993 for men, for women, 01465-7190. We've got some breaking news. If you've been following the sexual harassment uh, allegations of the governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, um, this just in, he has resigned. Effective in 14 days, uh, he has resigned as the governor of New York. We're going to bring you details of that story, hopefully, uh, during our 6 o'clock bulletin. But if it's not there, we'll definitely be talking about it on Hard Facts on Friday during our Global Big 3. 99.3, hello. Hello, good evening, Sandra. Good evening, thanks for calling. What's your name? Abby. Abby, oh, good to I have mean, you on the show. Go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a question. That's the main reason why I'm listening. Unfortunately, I'm short for time, so I decided to call in and ask. Okay. What's the hold up regarding resuming um, giving the vaccines? I hear it was supposed to resume yesterday. In fact, my family planned to take it yesterday, and then we were told that it wasn't possible because yeah. it's not yet available. Right. And what's the hold of? There was a reason for the delay. Mm. And then, when will it resume? These are the two things that... So, so it's resuming next week Monday. I, I talked about it on the Big Three today. It's resuming okay. next week Monday. But we're going to talk about vaccines uh, with our guests as soon as we come back from our break. So keep listening. Okay. All right. All thank right. you so thank much you. for calling. Uh, yeah, vaccines are the next place that we're going to go to after we come back from a commercial break. 99.3, hello? Sandra, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm good. My name is Adeno C. Patrick. I'm calling from Victoria. Welcome, Patrick. What should we be doing when all of us needs to be responsible? Hmm. Um, the government said when you travel out of the country, at your return, you should self-isolate for seven days. I can tell you that over 99% of people who travel into this country don't observe that. Hmm. So it is a failure of government and the people who also travel. Hmm. Number two, government is extremely unserious. They say that we should wash our hands with running water and there is no running water anywhere that government has provided. Sanitizers has gone out of circulation now as it were, very few places you find sanitizers to buy. I think when the government is serious, they are talking about vaccines. Have they made the vaccines available? It's a shame that Nigeria is waiting for donations. Nigeria should buy vaccines in on, on the street of America, just like a distance between Ojota and and uh, Jibo. They have they have they have about eight Three points where you can do tests and be vaccinated. Patrick, thank you very much for calling. I wish we had more time to take more of your thoughts, but we do hope that you can call back uh, so that you can share more of your thoughts. We'll take a commercial break. When we come back, we'll take your calls. We'll talk to our guests. I'm Sandra Ezekwesli. This is Nigeria Info 99.3.
Hello, Lagos. I'm Sandra S. Zekwesili. What should we all be doing to dampen this new COVID wave? We listened to Patrick, who called in before the break, and he said, well, we all have a responsibility. He talked about you who comes home uh, from a trip abroad. Then he talked about the government. He talked about everybody's responsibility. And he outlined how everyone is feeling in their own part. And uh, you know what? Um, it's a conversation that is ongoing. And I have two people who are in the best position to talk to us about this because they work for two agencies directly involved in the fight against COVID-19. I told you that data from the NCDC showed that there have been 4,600 confirmed new COVID-19 cases in August so far. August has nine days in it. And within those nine days, we have 4,600 confirmed new COVID cases. 2,559 of those cases are here in Lagos. So talking to me about this today, uh, Dr. Oyeladun Okunromade, who is the Deputy Director and Head of One Health Division at the Nigeria Center for Disease Control, NCDC. And my second guest is a Director, Disease Control, control and immunization at the NPHCDA. Let me just say, by the way, that um, the NPHCDA seems to have a very um, effective um, system. I don't know how they do it, but they are uh, one of the most effective Nigerian agencies I've ever uh, interacted with. I had to update my um, vaccination details on my card and the customer care was uh, one of the best experiences I've had with a government agency. So let me just say, you know, kudos to Dr. Obosen and everybody uh, who's making sure that things like that can happen uh, in this country. But yes, Dr. Obosen is our guest. Dr. Basi Obosen is our second guest on the show. Dr. Obosen, let me talk, let, let me have you talk to us about vaccinations, right? So I told one of the callers that vaccinations will resume on Monday. They were supposed to resume um, today, but they've been postponed to Monday. And we hear that um, uh, uh, the reasons that they were postponed was so that NAFDAQ would have some time to make sure that everything is in order. Uh, so um, what's the process going to look like? Are there particular groups of Nigerians that will be given priority like the last time or will this one be general? Okay. First, um, Sandra, I want to thank you for noticing the agencies um, efforts to do what is mandated to do yeah. we appreciate this and this would not have been possible without the leadership of uh, amiable executive director dr faisal shore mm-hmm. you know if you have a pilot that is not a good pilot you can guess what will happen to the passengers <laughs> yeah we have a chief executive dr faisal that is important to the tax and we are all happy that we have a leader that is committed to the work he is doing. Mm. And from the ministry, that is at the agency level, right. and from ministry, we have a minister that works very effectively and gives guidance to the agency and wants to see the agency succeed. We have the presidential steering committee chaired by our secretary to the government of the federation, with having the overall coordination over what is happening. And so with the support we are having from our leadership, our parent ministry, and then our other MDAs like the NCDC that we work with, I think that is what is making the work a bit more easy. Hmm. I will come to the question you asked directly um, about the vaccines 
that we are receiving now. Mm. When are we resuming and what is being expected? Mm. First, I want to thank Nigerians who are listening to us who had the first call during the phase one vaccination mm-hmm. and came out to receive the vaccine. You know, I'll tell you, we received 4.02 million doses in Nigeria in that phase phase. Mm-hmm. There were already predictions from the global body that 500,000 of those doses would expire in Nigeria. Nigeria is the only country in Africa that none of those vaccines expired. Okay. If not, the efforts of the media and Nigerians who listen to come out to receive the vaccines, at the end of the phase, we had zero dose. Since the 8th of um, July, we had no single dose of vaccine left in Nigeria. That's the only country in Africa that that happened. Okay. So I commend Nigerians here who drop out to ensure that they receive the vaccine. That's not to say we did not or we are not recognizing there are still a few that are doubting. Okay. I'm trying to link this to the second phase we want to start that you asked about, hmm. which is expected to start on Monday. Initially, we told Nigerians it will start on the 12th, but uh, uh, are now extended to 16. Hmm. And unfortunately, that extension brought about a lot of stories. We could hear from so many angles, oh, it's because the vaccine is not safe for use in Nigeria to so many sorts of things. The federal government has postponed the vaccination because they are not sure of the vaccines. Nigerians, I use this opportunity to tell you people that that was fake news. (laughs) (laughs) The executive addressed the media today. The minister spoke to the country yesterday. DG Nabdak and her team looked at the vaccine for five good days, critically look at the vaccine, and Nabdak certified the vaccine very safe for use in Nigeria. One of the things that helped us during the phase one under the leadership of ED, the entire technical working group, was the fact that, remember I said no vaccine was remaining after it, is because we could trace up to the health facility level where those vaccines were being used. Hmm. So, that delay is because the vaccines we received from the U.S. government, as we received it, NAVDAS finished the analysis, there's a barcode that needs to be placed on each of those bottles so that it will be traced up to the point of use. I see. So that has to be done this year so that the vaccines does not leak into the market for us to start seeing um, fake vaccines and then we cannot account for it. This is the first time the phase one that Nigerian did that we could trace all the batches of vaccines that came into this country. So the little delay was for two main reasons. For NAVDAC to be able to attach those barcodes to all the packs that we are having that will go to all parts of the country. Okay. And then we are receiving Moderna, which we did not use in phase one. Mm-hmm. We are also tomorrow going to receive Johnson & Johnson. Mm. So we'll be having more than one vaccine. Mm-hmm. We needed to update our health workers on the knowledge they need to have about administering these vaccines safe as doing what they know how to do best. Hmm. So the number team are placing those barcodes so that the vaccine will be tracked up to the point of use. None of them will leak into the market. Hmm. And we'll be able to retrieve back up to the empty virus at the end of the vaccination, knowing where they are retrieve them back. And then our health workers are well trained. The date was just being shifted to Monday. On Monday, 16th August, the vaccination will commence. So please, Nigerians, come out and receive the vaccine so that we can achieve herd immunity 
as a country. So will this, this be will, will this be general or will there be a priority like was done before? I'm going to that section of the question now. Okay. The vaccine that is coming in from this phase mm. is to everyone 18 years and above. Mm. Right from the day one of the phase two launch, mm -hmm. all Nigerians 18 years and above are please encouraged to turn out to receive their vaccination. Okay. It's open to all age groups. Okay. On top of the vaccines that will be given, from the second phase of, we are using family approach. Okay. Where when you come to the health facility, hmm. we encourage Nigerians, everybody residing in this country, coming for vaccination, to come with other words that they have in their families. Okay. If you have a baby that is less than 15 months, which is due for vaccination, mm. you come along with that person. Mm -hmm. That person, that child will be screened and the vaccination, childhood vaccination completed. Mm. Adults 40 years and above will be screened for hypertension. Okay. We'll also be for diabetes free. Oh, nice. Be so we're giving incentives. We're giving incentives for, for, for getting the vaccines. Yes, incentives. Mm. So doing an integrated approach using the opportunity of the vaccine administration to also give other services. Mm. And so open for all age groups okay. and to everyone that is eligible. Mm. I just want to use the opportunity to inform Nigerians who receive their first dose of AstraZeneca. Mm -hmm. I know in fear from some people, oh, we received the first dose, we want to receive the second dose, the vaccine is not there. Mm. Please be afraid. Within the next one week or so, mid of this August, from the sources that we vaccines are expected to come, mm -hmm. we'll be having the AstraZeneca vaccine additional doses coming in. Mm. And so, for the first dose that we are expecting, about 698,000 plus that will come in first, mm -hmm. Those that have received their first dose of AstraZeneca mm -hmm. that are due for the second dose mm -hmm. are to come and receive their second dose. Mm -hmm. And we are projecting from our timing, at least by the 20th, that vaccine will be also be around the AstraZeneca. They will receive their vaccines. There are some that will say, oh, we are 12 weeks. We are slightly above 12. We're going to 14 weeks. Can we still receive a second dose? The answer is yes. Don't be scared. Mm -hmm. For those that have not received from the 16th, the first dose that will be given to them is Moderna, and they'll be given a date where they will come for their second dose. Please, if you took AstraZeneca as first dose, mm. don't take Moderna as a second dose. <laughs> the patient, AstraZeneca is coming. Okay. And if you have taken Moderna as first dose, mm -hmm. you'll be given the eight days interval to come for a second dose, and you'll be given the second dose. Mm. The Johnson is coming in tomorrow, Within this um, campaign uh, period, also, we will be administering Johnson and Johnson to Nigerians. But this will also be preferred to a particular group of persons, especially those living in the hard to reach community. You know, Johnson and Johnson is one dose, yeah. unlike the two doses. Yeah. So, in hard areas, the security compromised areas where we want to go there, reach the people, mm -hmm. once we are not need to reach them again, we are sure they are safe. Mm. And then the Elderly that might not be able to come out of their Twice. homes, that to them, mm. uh, we know that if we give them the one dose, they'll be fully immunized. Mm. So all that's 18 years above, 
are eligible to come out. Now, Children we're also hearing, sorry to cut you, but um, we've been hearing some Nigerians who say that they got the first dose, but when it was time for their second dose, the vaccines were not available. Um, how widespread was this issue? What were the causes of that particular issue? That's number one. Number two, I also got reports that in some centers, some of the people who were administering the vaccines um, would um, take your details, but not give you the vaccine. They would instead crush the vaccine. They would destroy the vaccine. They would not inject it um, into the patient, but they would take your details and upload it onto the server as, um, you know, um, stating that you've been vaccinated, but you haven't been vaccinated. Have you gotten reports of this particular action? Um, how widespread is this particular report as well? So that's two questions about the process. Okay, I think on that, just hearing from you, which we were going to note also that to advise Nigerians, mm. if you experience such situation, that's why we have our call center. Mm. Please call our call center and let the complaint, tell them the exact location that that is happening, mm. and then we'll follow up and ensure justice is done to those set of health workers that are involved. Mm. To ensure accountability into the system, the agency under the leadership of the executive director, Dr. Faisal, uh, collaborated with ICPC and EFCC, hmm. who are there in all the state in this federation to independently also monitor these kind of um, activities that are going on. There are a few areas where we had some reports on other areas of uh, the health workers not being what they are supposed to do, which actions have been taken. Hmm. Please feel free, walk into ICPC office near you. EFCC office near you or report to the call center and we'll make sure that those, that does not happen. Hmm. And then, you know, for those that are saying they received the first dose of the vaccine hmm. and then they did not receive the second dose, mm -hmm. in fact, that is one of the things, like I mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. remember I commended the leadership of the executive director and the entire team at the national. From the beginning of the vaccination, the team was meeting every day. And that every day, we were analyzing the vaccination going on in all the states, their okay. utilization rate on a daily basis. Okay. Uh, when it was getting up to like two, remember in the phase one, the oh, first no, yeah. priority was the health workers and then other frontline workers. Right. Was two weeks to the end, we opened up to 50, uh, 50 years and above right. who were ready to Right. And then notice also that doing that, the AstraZeneca vaccine has the interval of 6 to 12 weeks. Right. It's the Moderna that is the 28 days or the Pfizer that is 21 days. Right. So for AstraZeneca, it's 6 to 12 weeks. So what we did was for those that were vaccinating late, we timed and gave them 6 weeks to the time that we know the vaccine was going to finish. Mm. For those that know um, the vaccine that was remaining, they were given first dose and then given 12 weeks hmm. and that 12 weeks will take them to most of them um, towards ending of um, this September and early October hmm. and of course definitely before that period the next batch of AstraZeneca vaccine will arrive the country so I just want to reassure the people if you took it you are still very safe 12 weeks after 14 weeks after to come back for your second dose researches and studies have shown very clearly that even that gap from the first dose and the second dose vaccination, whether it is 
the also better it is for the people. But that does not mean you go outside that range. So they shouldn't be afraid. Mm. Within the next one, two weeks, the vaccines will arrive as well as the They will be able to take their second dose. We we'll just want to reassure Nigerians, please, you will soon get your second dose if you have received All right, let me wrap up by asking Dr. Okunroma Day about lockdown. Lots of Nigerians are worried about another lockdown. We're seeing the infection rates going up. Um, Is another lockdown an option, Dr. Okunroma Day? Uh, Okay, so um, it's good to hear from Dr. Basi Mm -hmm. uh, that we're having access to uh, more vaccines Mm -hmm. uh, to uh, com- to further the uh, continue the strategy mm-hmm. on the COVID-19. Right. Uh, now we're moving to the second phase, like um, you rightly mentioned. Mm-hmm. And it talked about herd immunity, mm-hmm. where you have a lot of people uh, within the populations that have been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And uh, that if there is herd immunity, that will reduce a uh, lot of severe cases and hospitalization. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with the support of NPACDA, we're looking forward uh, to see that happening soon mm. uh, in the next couple of weeks uh, with the um, takeoff of the second uh, phase mm. uh, by Monday. Uh, it's also important to also inform the public that at NCDC, we continue to coordinate uh the response to COVID-19 outbreak uh, 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 with uh, the state government across all the states in terms of uh, laboratory services, uh, in terms of uh, screening of uh, cases, Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of risk communication, providing support to treatment centers and others. And we keep reviewing our data daily and make it um, available to different committees uh, to improve on the response. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the data on the epidemiology of uh, COVID-19 in Nigeria, mm-hmm. uh, we keep making it available to Presidential Steering Committee, uh, who is the appropriate committee uh, that has been designated uh, to review policies uh, as much as possible, as well as restrictions within the country. Uh, so the decision for another, another, lockdown, another lockdown will come from uh, them. Will be at that at level, that level. Uh, with that level of government. Okay. Thank you, Robert. Thank you so much, uh, Doctor, for joining us on the show. We've had Doctor Ogela Dung uh, Okunroma Day here, as well as Doctor uh, Basi Oboseng. They've both joined us from the NCDC and the NPHCDA. Thank you so much for your time this evening. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Lagos, that's all the time we have. I know we didn't have time to play just a minute, but tomorrow is another day. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili on social media. Those were your hard facts, Lagos. Good night.